What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode on Let's Talk About Us with Uche. I am your host, Uche. So before we dive in today, um, I do understand that I've been gone for a while. It's been about two months that I haven't posted anything. I think about two months, give or take. I've been reading a lot, listening to podcasts and listening to audiobooks, you know, just working on myself holistically. There's a lot of exciting things that have been happening with me, and I'm super proud of myself. There's just been a whole lot going on. So I do apologize um, for being absent for a while. And like I mentioned before, one of the things I like about my podcast is that this is therapy for me. You know, I come here to vent. I come here to share my thoughts, my own opinion. I never think I'm the smartest. I never think I'm the best. I never think anything special about myself. This is just literally a platform that I created for myself, you know, to be able to express myself. And one of the good things about that is that I don't feel like I'm constrained by any type of by any type of necessity, uh, any type of obligation to to release every day or every 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 week or every month. I do it what I want to, how I want to. Sometimes I would release episodes, multiple episodes in one week. Sometimes I release once a week. Sometimes I release once in two weeks. And in this case, once in two months, uh, because I've been busy. But I am back now, and I'm gonna try my my best to release more frequently and not take that much um, time off. You know, I don't want to go too far into my MIA status again. So if you're new here, thank you so much for visiting. Please make sure to subscribe, download, share with your friends and family. If you're new to my YouTube channel, please make sure to subscribe, give it a thumbs up, share with your friends and family. Um, and to my my lower followers, uh, thank you so much for being patient. Thank you very much for your support. Some of you have been with me since day one. I really do appreciate every single one of you. Um, thank you for the support. I love you. God bless you. So Today, I, I wanted to talk about this news article that one of my followers on Instagram, Ross Victory, I've talked about Ross Victor before. He's one of my biggest supporters, and I really deeply appreciate him. Uh, thank you, Ross. But um, a few days ago, about a week ago or something like that, Ross sent me this crazy-ass news story coming from Los Angeles. Steps away from the Hollywood Walk of Fame, a horrifying random attack. A homeless man dumped a bucket of stuff on your head. A bucket of his diarrhea. I didn't want it to be in my mouth, but it was running down my eyes. For over a year, the NBC4i team has been tracking crimes where the suspects are homeless. Tonight, we have learned those incidents are skyrocketing. Investigative reporter Joel Grover reports on the growing threat linked to the untreated mental illness and drug addiction on L.A.'s streets of shame. Keep your eye on the woman walking out of this apartment building. A homeless man approaches and suddenly smacks her in the head. There are now thousands of crimes a year like this one in which the suspects are homeless and in many cases suffering from mental illness or substance abuse. It's so traumatic. Heidi Van Tassel was walking to her car near Hollywood's Walk of Fame when, according to police and court records, a transient with schizophrenia and psychotic disorders dumped feces all over her. A bucket of his diarrhea, it was liquid, hot liquid. I was soaked and I couldn't see it was coming off of my eyelashes into my eyes. Paramedics rushed her to the hospital and she now needs to be tested for infectious diseases every three months. It's something I won't ever forget. It was 
I mean, it was disgusting. For over a year, the I-Team has been reporting on crimes where the suspects are homeless, like this guy arrested for setting fire to chairs at a downtown steakhouse. And this homeless man pushing someone in front of a truck. There were more than 6,000 of these reported crimes in L.A. in 2017. By the end of 2018, the number of crimes was up more than 50%. And now we've learned the numbers are on track to climb even higher this year. We found case after case where the suspects suffer from mental illness or methamphetamine abuse. Meth use has been linked to violence and so is untreated mental illness. How could you live in this kind of environment and be okay? You mean right? mentally okay? Mentally okay. Reverend Andy Bales runs the Union Rescue Mission. Does life on the streets lead to violent behavior? Absolutely. Like the attack on that woman on a downtown L.A. street. Keep watching. Just seconds later, the man punched another victim, attorney Brandon Cohen. Were you kind of in shock when it happened? What was shocking was that I lived here for four years and it didn't happen sooner. We found the homeless who are arrested for these crimes are often right back on the streets without getting any treatment or help. I am always on the lookout. We discovered that Brandon Cohen's attacker, Charles Fuller, had four previous felony convictions. But after he attacked Cohen, the cops simply gave him a citation for battery and let him go. Four months later, a block away, a similar attack against this mother and daughter. Though the police didn't make an arrest, so the suspect wasn't identified. They need treatment for be it drugs or mental illness. Nobody touch it. Like Jose Rio Frio, who made headlines in New York for stalking a TV anchor. He moved to L.A., where he was convicted of threatening to kill a security guard. Last May, he wandered away from this psychiatric facility and has since been on the LAPD's missing persons list. But the I-team found him hiding in plain sight, sitting day after day, yelling at people from this Hollywood bus bench. Right now, you're still suffering from mental health issues. Yeah, sure. It was awful. And it changed my life. Heidi Van Tassel says she's experiencing PTSD from that attack seven months ago. It's changed the way I feel walking on the street. Court records show her attacker was charged with battery and taken to jail. He doesn't need jail time. He needs mental health care. I have empathy for him because he needs help. Heidi's attacker was found mentally incompetent to stand trial, and prosecutors tell the I-team he's now back on the streets. I'll never, ever forget his face. Heidi Van Tassel says there should be help, not just for the mentally ill suspects in these crimes, but also for the victims. According to text messages she showed me, the LAPD told her their victim's advocate would contact her to offer her services. But Heidi says the victim's advocate never got in touch. When I tell you, Chad, I was watching that video. At first, I did not want to talk about it because it was just... It didn't really seem that it didn't really seem relevant for me to talk about it. But then as I thought about it, you know, I, I thought about the video and I thought about the news article. The whole thing was just all kinds of messed up. And I thought this would be a good opportunity to express my feelings as to what I feel about, you know, the drug problems, the homelessness going on, not just in America, but in the world, but also specifically in America. So according to this news article and, and uh, news clip, apparently this lady was just walking, minding her business walking the streets of los angeles chad all of a sudden from nowhere somebody a random ass dude 
poured a hot bucket of diarrhea on her face. Child, that is just disgusting as shit. I can only imagine what that woman was going through at that particular moment in time. I can't even imagine. That is just so wrong. Just imagine. Like, I tried to process it. It took me a while. I, I'm still processing it. I think one of the things that st stands out to me is because of maybe because I'm Nigerian. Being born in Nigeria as a child, I remember when I first heard of Los Angeles, you know, Los Angeles, California, they're supposed to be one of the biggest cities in the world. You know, some of the richest, most relevant, most influential stars on the planet live in Los Angeles. You know, not only is America a superpower. Los Angeles is just one of those cities that's just popping, okay? People like, I think Beyonce even lives in, in Los Angeles, but I just know that Hollywood has done a good job marketing Los Angeles as one of the places that, that is popping. And when I, when I was growing up back in Nigeria, I never thought that Los Angeles would be this kind of ratchet ass place where people throwing shit bucket of shit on people just random ass people i never thought who would have ever thought you know here i am fast forward 2021 i'm watching a news clip of some random ass person just throwing a hot bucket of diarrhea on the woman i i'm not even gonna lie i did laugh a little bit you know because the whole thing was just all kinds of fucked up i'm just not gonna lie but at the same time too i truly did empathize with the woman Okay, I can only imagine what she was going through. Just listening to how she was speaking, just watching her mannerism, listening to what she was saying, you could tell that it was it was really hurtful. Like she was truly, I feel like a part of her died from that experience. You know, she was talking about how she had PTSD. She's really scared, and when she was describing, you know, the the hot liquid diarrhea in her hair in her mouth, you know, you could see the disgust in her like there's there's a part of her spirit that is wounded at that moment and i truly genuinely feel bad for her this is really fucked up and Roz did kind of mention the homeless population in in los angeles i used to live in southern california um in los angeles county and i've seen i had seen the homeless people here and there but it's never really been as bad like i never really remember it to be that bad there's a a section of los angeles that i remember seeing a lot of homeless people they're usually like around the metro systems and stuff you know around the train stations i didn't really see it as something that was so alarming and i also remember a few years ago when i went up north you know up in san francisco bay area to visit my sisters and i saw so many homeless people it, it that just scared me Okay, I had never seen so many homeless people in America before up until that time. And I remember my sisters, they were telling me, oh, this is normal around here. You know, the fact that this is normal around here, that shit is scary. You know, also living here in Houston, I've seen a few homeless people, especially in downtown. I've also been to places like Denver, Colorado. I've seen a whole lot of homeless people in Denver, Colorado. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I've seen homeless people in New York. I also remember the first time I saw a whole group of homeless people together was when I was in Hungary, in Budapest, Hungary, back in, I think, 2014 or 2013, when I was traveling in Budapest. They were also in the train stations. It was just it was just sad just looking at that. You know, there's always there's something there's something I don't know, maybe because I'm just very a deep person. But every time I see somebody who's homeless, who is hooked on drugs or who is go, like their mind is not clear. There's something about that person that just attract me to them. Like I stop and I start pondering like what went wrong. This could have easily been me. 
Okay, from the time of conception to now, what went wrong? And I don't think we can just all blame this on drugs, because to me, in my opinion, I don't think drugs is the reason why a lot of people end up homeless to begin with. I think the problem is deeper than drugs. I think there's a bigger problem, a deeper, bigger problem that leads them to use drugs. And then from there, lose their mentality, lose their not give a shit and then end up homeless and end up all kinds of fucked up. And then now they're in the streets. And this is even more sad that, you know, when I look, when I was doing my research for this particular podcast episode, I realized most of the homeless population are black. You know, there's a lot of black people who are homeless. I'm reading this article by USA Today, article that was written in 2020, January 24, 2020. It was saying that the majority of homeless families in America are, are black. The majority of homeless families in America are black. This is really sad because um, I think by 2020, there's the, the statistics that only 13 to 14 percent of black Americans make up the American population. You would think that black people actually there's more of us, you know, like you would think. But that's actually not the case. There are approximately I think 13 to 14 percent, not even up to 20 percent of black people in America. Another article that I was reading by National Alliance to End Homelessness, you know, talking about how most most minority groups in the United States experience homelessness at higher rates than whites and therefore make up a disproportionate share of the homeless population. And it also talked about how African-Americans make up 13 percent of the general population, but more than 40 percent of the homeless population. This is really fucked up. And and this 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 goes back to a deeper issue that I talked about um, when I talked about how we need reparation. Black people all around the planet. We need reparation from all the bullshit that has been thrown at us and continue to be thrown at us. No other race on the planet has been dismantled, dis disrespected, dismissed, overlooked more than the black race. It's like. There's white and then there's black and then everything else in between. OK, the darker your skin tone, the worse life gets for you. Thanks to white supremacy. And I feel like that's that's the real issue. White supremacy. A lot of a lot of us black people from generation to generation, we have been shitted on for so long. We have been disrespected. And unfortunately, a lot of that wrong has not been righted. The evil that was done by the colonizer has not been addressed, has not been righted. And this is why I met that video, that podcast episode talk about we need reparation. We need uh, we need some form of mental health spiritual health cleansing you know like the hurt is just piling up you know and and more every day in my opinion anyway more hurt people have more hurt people you know you got broken families i talked about before how i believe that the average nigerian family household is very toxic and then these people have toxic kids the kids grow up toxic and pass it down generation to generation the hurt just piles up i honestly do think that the government needs to do something i, I i'm really pushing for reparation mental health reparation spiritual health reparation because the trash is full and the hurt is piling up just watching these homeless people and seeing how this could be me that could be me if i had been born in the wrong family that was so fucking toxic you know can you imagine being exposed to toxic behaviors at such a young age alcohol abuse drug abuse from when you were a kid you know being taken advantage of as a kid and then being poisoned 
from such a young age and you are to, to the point that you're not able to heal from that you're not able to grow from that you don't even have the understanding that you have opportunities you have chances of growing from that nobody's taking a chance on you the society around you everybody just doing their thing nobody gives two fucks about you all you see is poverty and misery all around you the only logical option left is to perpetuate the exact same misery around you and that could lead you into a much darker place you know and that's what i see when i see a lot of these homeless people they're not different from me i just happen to be very fortunate to have grown healed from my own toxicity and continuously try to heal and be better and grow within to be the best version of myself and these people may not get that opportunity ever and i truly do empathize and for the lady in the video i truly do empathize with her i really hope she finds healing i hope you know the government or society or whoever takes care of her get she gets a type of compensation for this shit you know but at the same time too i also do empathize with the person who did that to her you know because i don't think they were in, the, in their right mind i also do empathize with the homeless population because it's rough it's rough and and sadly enough in my opinion anyway i think it's going to get worse i think the divide between the the um, the rich and the poor is going to get much larger you know because the hurt just keeps piling up in a capitalist society most people are just interested in capitalizing off your ignorance nobody's trying to help you most people are not trying to help you get up they're trying to keep you down so that they can keep going up and it's fucked up that's what makes me very empathetic with these uh, vulnerable populations and i really hope that the government steps up you know and takes care of this shit because it's it's sad especially because of how big of a country america is america is a first world country a world power this should not exist this should not exist in the streets of america especially considering how how much money we we pump into other people's economy we have we literally have american soldiers in everywhere we have american influence in literally every corner of the planet in Africa and Asia and Antarctica, we had the money and the funds. We had the funds to send somebody to the moon. And yet we got all kinds of fuckery in our own country. Somebody needs to take responsibility for this. And, you know, and I, I hope the government does come up with, I don't know what the government is doing. And I know it's not going to be an easy fix. I really know. And I also do know that the, the, the problem is much deeper than this. But again, especially specifically the black community, we need some form of reparation we need some type of rebranding so that we can collectively get away from the slave mentality and fight white supremacy this is the end of today's episode please let me know what you think do you agree with me that i feel bad for the lady that got shit poured on her and also do you agree with me that i do feel bad for even the homeless person that poured the bucket of shit on the lady you know because this is a sign of a broken system. Do you agree with me that black people need reparation? Do you agree with me that the hurt is piling up because the society we live in is not fair? And especially with the black community because of historically everything that has been projected towards us. Do you agree with me that black people all around the planet, we need a form of reparation, a form of cleansing, you know, mental health and spiritual cleansing, at least to battle some of the bullshit that has been thrown at us for centuries. And if you don't agree with me, please share your thoughts down below. Please make sure to thumbs up, share with your friends and family, subscribe. Don't forget to hit that bell notification so that anytime I upload a video, you'll be the very first to be notified. Please also follow me on social media, Facebook and Instagram. Let's talk with Uche. My email is let's talk with Uche at gmail.com. My website is www.letstalkaboutus.org. Thank you very much for your continued support. Until next episode. Bye bye.